Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The truth is, nobody knows what it looks like in there. I don't see any shields. That's because no one would be stupid enough to attack them. We could take those speeders, go in at night. You have some T-47s in the hangar. It's suicide. Well, we need to find a way inside. Well, we're not soldiers. Those speeders are for hauling sewage. She's ten years old. I won't leave her there. I'll go on my own. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Jason. I'm Richard. And I'm Jonathan. And this is Star Wars TV Cast. This week we're covering Obi-Wan Kenobi Part 4. How Obi-Wan got his groove back. <laughs> <laughs> well, almost. <laughs> I'd say he's, 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 he's trying to be a hero. He's getting there. Trying. Trying. <laughs> All right. Star Wars Question of the Week is, besides Luke Skywalker... Because I think we would all pick him if we did, if we included him. Who's yeah, your favorite Jedi probably. and why? Hmm. I'm going to have to go with uh, Obi-Wan. Seriously. I mean, you know, kind of boring since we're doing a podcast on Obi-Wan, but he really was. I remember as a kid watching the original trilogy in the movie theater and listening to Kenobi's, you know, backstory and the... And his, and then watching the duel with Vader and thinking, God, what's this guy's backstory? Wouldn't you like to know? And now, you know, th- you know, forty years later, we have a pretty comprehensive, like, j- you know, journal of his adventures, which I'm pleased with. I'm happy we got what we got from him, and and uh, continuing to do so. Mm-hmm. So I th- I'd say he's one of my favorites. I mean, he's a favorite of mine too, and I actually think this show is making him more interesting to me because. He's uh, had a setback <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. And uh, as much as we, you know, are like, Oh, it's kind of a bummer to see him sort of moping around a little bit. Uh, it makes him more interesting to me, to more human and, and, and you and McGregor's just killing it. So anyway, For sure. yeah, I think, I think he's a great Jedi. What about you, Jonathan? Um, funnily enough, mine is Obi-Wan as well, of course. <laughs> uh, I always thought of him as a gentleman, unflappable, always in control and wise and humble. And uh, I remember referring to himself as a Jedi Knight, uh, which which has some a different weight to it, you know, being a knight and someone who always did the right thing despite the personal risk. And as a kid, the idea of an old man recognizing that there was something special about Luke or me in, in you know, uh, and then inviting you on a space adventure was uh, highly intoxicating. 
And then to see him as a young man, he was dashing and heroic. And, uh, you know, when faced with a company of droids and General Grievous, he would, without hesitation, just jump down, say hello there and take them all on at once. And I thought that was (laughs) one of my favorite and most inspirational moments of all of Star Wars. I hope uh, not too many old men invited you on adventures. <laughs> no space inventions. Okay, yeah. that's that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, the Jedi Knight and the Knight is sort of the English, just noble, mm. you know. And he he was very proper, and I mean he's an English guy, right? Yeah, Alec Guinness. Yeah, and a, yeah, and a exactly, actor, Sir Alec Guinness. Yeah, Sir Alec Guinness. So he is an actual knight now. <laughs> Uh, mine is, it was hard. I, I almost picked Obi-Wan too. I think probably Yoda. I like his yeah. zenness and his playfulness and the way he talks and, you know, that he's, I, I feel like he really taught Luke most everything he knows. And so I yeah. like that. I, I don't like how he flopped around like Daffy Duck in Attack of the Clones. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always wanted to see him fight with using as little motion as needed, you know, not like, woo, 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 oh, woo, right. woo. Uh, yeah, a favorite, another favorite. Well, my favorite Jedi name is Kit Fisto. <laughs> I just like that name. Yeah, Fisto. <laughs> He's the green guy with red eyes and kind of like the slick back tentacles. And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Super yeah. badass that sounds in like the Clone Wars. IP Freely or something like that. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> a, lot of, a lot of vagina. <laughs> and the hottest Jedi, which I've included in our notes, is Isla Secura. She's this blue Twi'lek who fought during the Clone Wars. Meow. Mm. <laughs> yeah, a friend of mine, because uh, it was filmed, the prequels were all filmed in Sydney. So a friend of mine called Tux was. Uh, one of the uh, was actually a Jedi, and he played a Jedi in the scene where where Mace Windu comes to to uh, to arrest um, the 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 Emperor, and then he's mm. one of the guys that just gets cut down immediately. Oh, oh wow, cool! Yeah. I think Kit Fisto was there too. Yeah, in that scene. Yeah, I'm not sure what his Jedi name is, but he has an action figure and everything. You said his name is Tux. That almost sounds his like name a is Tux. Jedi name. Yeah, yeah. I can never pronounce his last name. Andor. Anyway, sounds like a Jedi. That that's super yeah. cool. Uh, we asked you guys too, and you guys wrote in with some of yours. So let's read through those. Rich, uh, Pake Allen says, "Oh, I'm going to butcher this." Key Addy Mundi. Is that right? right? Yeah. <laughs> Keati Mundi? I mean, look at this dude. He's got like a cone head. Kind of looks like yeah, a, that's a high head. penis head. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. <laughs> okay, uh, Damien Vitale. I'm going with Master Yoda. He's the ultimate proof you can't judge what someone is capable of by their appearance. Good things come in small packages, and in my mind, he's Grogo's baby daddy. <laughs> Squinty face. It's funny. <laughs> Wendy Epper says Leia because she put the cause above all else, sacrificed everything, never gave up. And I was, I, I saw she had written that, and I first thought, was Leia a Jedi? So I looked, and yeah, I think she was considered a Jedi, even though she only cha- trained for a relatively short time with Luke. Uh, Wikipedia mm. says one year, and it's so true. Like everybody kind of gave up. Luke gave up. Ben Yoda gave up, mm. or died. You know. And Leia, <laughs> or even Han Solo, he went back to smuggling, I think. But um, Leia just stuck with the cause. I mean, she gave up being a Jedi, yeah. but she stuck with the cause for her whole life. That's so it's that, huh? pretty cool. Mm. 
Uh, Nate Pacini says, it's got to be Mace. He's a bad motherfucker. <laughs> oh, another Jedi name. Uh, G.J. Pathia, Yoda. If I'm going to be truly honest, I wish I was Yoda. He always had his shit together. Squinty face again? <laughs> yeah. Well, after, uh, after 900 years, you too. <laughs> Megan, oh, Div- we've got impressions. We're doing impressions. <laughs> Megan Dively Layman says Ray because she's fearless, relentless, loyal, and a great role model for girls. Can't argue with that. Dave uh, Plunninger, anyone else rock a purple lightsaber? Mace, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and Alex Baelish, uh, Ahsoka Tano. I think her story arc has been so amazing and heartbreaking to watch. She's been a learner, leader, and underestimated throughout her life. She's a bridge that brings the Clone Wars, Rebels, and Skywalker saga together. From Anakin's Padawan to Ezra's friend and confidant and now Luke's advisor, she knows the old ways and and new, plus looking to learn more. She is the best of the Jedi ever, is or was. She may not be as wise as Master Yoda or strong as Anakin. Her loyalty in doing the right thing always outweighs it all. Plus, in her own words, I am no Jedi, and that's why she's the best. <laughs> now that I have a daughter, I can't think of a better role model than her. Here, here, she's one of my favorites. That's too. great, Alex. Yeah, you're convincing me. That's so true, everything <laughs> you said. And uh, Steve Brown said, Ivana Taco is mine as well, which is what he called Ahsoka Tano before. Ivana <laughs> <laughs> Taco. <laughs> All right, let's get into this week's episode, Obi-Wan Kenobi Part 4. What do you think, Rich? Uh, the first half was definitely a slow burn with Kenobi trolling around that Empire base. You know, mm-hmm. Plus, we already kind of seen that a, a couple of times in Star Wars shows and movies. And then about 20 minutes in, I was kind of like, uh, is this going to be the entire episode? But then mm-hmm. we got what? We all wanted, I'm assuming. I know I certainly wanted in the second half to see uh, Kenobi bust out the lightsaber and uh, start <laughs> hacking. And uh, it would seem, it would seem he's he's starting to get it, it's starting to come back. It, you know, it's like riding a bike. I guess you don't really forget. You just need a little motivation, huh? <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Jonathan? Uh, this was not my favorite episode, and uh, with only two episodes to go, I'm not sure. I love where the series is going. But we do have two episodes to go, and I still have hope. Yeah. And uh, rebellions are built on hope, as they <laughs> say. So yeah. I look forward to the next two. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I On first watch, I thought, I really was like, okay. I mean, we've like you've said, Rich, we've seen this. We It feels yeah. like a less good version of things we've seen many times times before in star wars yeah. at this point but it's still mm. good even even with that yeah. it's still cool i mean it's a beautiful yeah. the base is fun to look at and it's still yeah. fun to watch but it's like the stakes are kind of lower than in the death star you know it's like the death star yeah. which is kind of mm-hmm. interesting because this is part four and maybe it's a deliberate echo of you know episode four but i i really did love to see obi-wan I th- I think he totally turned the corner. Like he wasn't even gonna go try to find Leia, and now he's the one pushing to go get her, and he's busting oh, yeah. in and taking yeah. action. You know, so yeah. he's he's really back to being a hero now. Yeah, it's on, he's on the road to recovery. I hope. Yeah, yeah. Well, he he. I mean, what more do you want? You bust into a base, bust out your lightsaber, start <laughs> chopping up stormtroopers. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, for me, I I find that he was. 
willing to do it and had to do it, but he, he didn't relish in the mission. It wasn't, uh, it, I'm still wanting that, uh, you know, the, the, the Obi-Wan fire and, and nothing is too too much for him. But yeah. this seemed like a, a massive hill for him to climb to to get back onto the horse and, and he had to do it, but it it, it wasn't something he did with with uh, his previous with Gusto. Energy. Yeah, yeah. And Gusto. I would not cocky. be surprised if we never get that back. It's the it's the cockiness of youth, and then when you get smacked down yeah. a couple of times, you might not, mm. you know. We'll see, but mm. um, yeah, it's kind of like real life, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, especially what, the last two years. <laughs> one, <laughs> one thing we haven't mentioned about the show is the theme of trust. Where last episode, mm. or maybe it was the one before, Obi Wan kind of yelled at Leia, like, not everyone's good. You can, you know, we, this person yeah. isn't even going to show up. And then they left and the person showed up and he wasn't there. Um, and so I think after you trust someone like Palpatine, put all your faith into him and it turns out mm. to, you got betrayed, then it's hard to just be that free with yourself anymore. Yeah. Mm. Although I thought that, that, uh, you know, that, that, remark with its viciousness well not viciousness but she he was a little bit angry with her Mm -hmm. thought that was a bit out of character and came a little out of nowhere i i I understand it but i I think he i'm not sure he would have reacted that harshly but uh with the same sentiment but a little less harsh yeah i mean that's kind of why it stood out to me it felt like he was triggered and and, uh, lashing out you know Mm. you can see the anxiety coming out (laughs) Mm. but he's still at see for me he's still a jedi and so that's sort of, you know, it's denying emotion and not being emotional. Mm-hmm. And so I found it still a little bit out of character, but but perhaps, you know, he this is now his character. Yeah, and I mean, as we talked about last week, by the time of Star Wars, nine years from now in the timeline, he's not like that at all. He's so calm and centered. No. So right. I, I mm-hmm. think this show might be the story of how he's, you know, getting back to that place of the centered Jedi. Right. But we'll see. Yeah. All right, let's get into our points, Rich. So, uh, I don't know. I only got to watch the the uh, show once, this episode one time. And so I'm a little... Uh, what made the biggest impression on me, and I'm not sure if I missed something here, but uh, when and when uh, Obi-Wan was trolling through the corridors and he came upon those Jedi that were like preserved in tanks yeah. along the walls... I was like, whoa, what the heck was that all about? I was like, <laughs> yeah. that's like a major plot or something, you know, story point. And uh, maybe for future episodes or another show, I don't know. I mean, I don't know anything about that. Are those Jedi dead? I mean, did we recognize any of them? Yes. This is the yeah. Inquisitor's base, right? And they're yeah, tasked yeah. with hunting the Jedi. And in the sort of meeting room of the Inquisitors, there's lightsabers all around yeah, of the fallen trophy. Jedi. So mm-hmm. these are the Jedis they, they've successfully hunted and killed. Mm. Okay, so they are dead? Yeah. Not just like uh, in stasis or something? I mean... Well, they, it, it referred to it as a tomb, so yeah. I assume that they are dead. Tomb. Because yeah. the first thing I thought of when I saw that was Snoke. Right. I remember there yeah. was some... When we talked about the movie, you know, there was something like they pieced him together or they found yeah. a way to turn him into... Uh, yeah, know, I think um, it was revealed in so, Rise of Skywalker, and I try not to think about that movie too much, but that he <laughs> he was actually a clone, and and there's been little bits of, I think the writers are trying to make it make sense why Palpatine just suddenly clone. appeared, yeah. you know, and because uh, yeah. in Rise of Skywalker, 
uh, what's his name, Poe Dameron was just like, and for and somehow Palpatine's back, and that's all they did to explain it. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but you know, even the stuff in Mandalorian where they're grabbing uh, Grogu, presumably he has a high midi chlorian count, and they they want his blood, mm-hmm. and this stuff with kind of preserving the Jedi and there's just stuff all around Star Wars where maybe the idea is this is the emperor trying to pave the way to have cloning work so that he could come back if he ever dies. Maybe that's Mm. just speculation, but I don't know. That's a good idea though. Having an entire clone army, they can use the force. It could also just be like a sick sort of trophy hall Mm. and intimidation. Right. Yeah. That wasn't um, lost on me. Strategy, either. yeah, because they might because that's where they take uh, Jedi's to to either turn or dispose of them, and so they might take uh, you know the Jedi's take a walk down this corridor and say, "Do you want to end up here or, or not?" <laughs> Anyways, I thought it was uh, horrible for Obi Wan Kenobi to see that right before he goes in. It's like, oh, there comes the anxiety, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, depression, <laughs> and everything else that reminds them yeah. of uh, how they failed right there home. in front of them. That yeah. that was a great moment in the episode. Like that made me <clears throat> boosted it up a notch for me. Like holy shit, it's a tomb. Yeah, yeah. agreed. They really are an evil empire. <laughs> <laughs> With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Jonathan? Yeah, I'd like to talk about the the overall look and feel of of uh, the series so far. And, and I can't fault the look and feel of the series. There's no leather jackets or colored vespers or looks to cameras like we had in, in uh, Boba Fett. And the, the colour tone, the uniform and the casting is all on, on point and I'm glad to see the Empire look so cool and, and intimidating. The, I mean, the architecture of the fortress, Imperius, which is the best name ever, is amazing. <laughs> and uh, the, when they came, the, the entrance of the fortress, when they came in, they had that, uh, uh, not the Imperial March, but the, the Obi-Wan version of it. And um, and like which I thought was fantastic, and the hallways are so Star Wars. I never thought I'd love yeah. a hall to see a hallway, <laughs> but when I see that hallway, I'm just like I know where I am, mm-hmm. I know what I'm watching, and uh, seeing the stormtroopers use the E11s as well, the the, the stormtrooper blasters, uh, was great to see them back in in full force, and. Uh, what else? The uh, the extravagant torture room that they had. They had a giant stadium-sized torture room and, and again, 
going back to last week. If you have a very large room dedicated to torture, you, my friend, are the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> right? And, uh, and but, so I love that they haven't deviated from the classic Star Wars feel. Yeah, all of that stuff you just mentioned totally reminded me of the first movie, the original, yeah. you know, yeah. A New Hope. Yeah, and even with the little robots that went around the corners on the floor, going really fast. Yeah, the little <laughs> mouse robots. Yeah. yeah. Bank, bang, bang. Those ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. If you have you been to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland, Jonathan? No, no, I'm dying oh, to go. Yeah. yeah, you're yeah. gonna love it. And if you get to yeah. go on the Rise of the Resistance ride, you're in that. I mean, it's the first order, but basically, it's the Empire. You know, mm. it's so cool. It just wow. made yeah. me feel like I was eight years old. <laughs> well, I might have to give you a call next time in ta- I'm in town because I don't think a, a, a man of my age wandering around uh, Disneyland on his own is a good look. <laughs> I'll bring one of my kids along for cover. <laughs> right. Dad again? <laughs> you love Shut us. Up. Shut up, kid. Yeah. <laughs> We're going. <laughs> I want another picture in front of the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, now, number one is Obi-Wan changes his attitude and... I, I, I mentioned it, but he, he decides to take action and get involved in the big way, even to the point where everyone else is unsure or refuses. And he's like, I'll, I'll go by myself then. And, uh, yeah, it took Leia to bring him out. You know, he, he fell for her kind of, we start off with him in his back to tank, which I don't think we've ever seen Obi-Wan in a back to tank before. No. Recovering from that spanking he got from Vader last week. What'd you think of last week's rich? <laughs> Uh, let's see, last week's was, Darth oh Vader. yeah, he got dragged in the fire by Darth Vader. Yeah. That was cool. Again, a really solid ending to, to the episode. Um, although I was a little confused at why he just kind of let him go. Yeah. We was it an impenetrable that, yeah. wall of fire? <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe he just doesn't like fire, right? He's just like, fire bad. <laughs> he kind of looked Even like he was he spacing out. Planet of lava. <laughs> like you see yeah. fire and he's just like daydreaming yeah. all of a sudden yeah staring into an open fire yeah that was, that was a pretty good and i like the idea of the whole uh underground uh you know uh, railroad so to speak yeah mm. uh, that was happening there which you know had a big part in this episode too right so um obi-wan's in the back to tank and and i think with the the good guys the back to tank has been a symbol of of course when a character's gone through a huge trauma and needs to recuperate but also then they end up reborning into something greater after like um with Luke in Empire Strikes Back after his fight with Vader too when he lost his hand and then he came back as a Jedi in Return of the Jedi and then Boba Fett recovering from the incident with Luke where he accidentally hit his jetpack and went falling into the Sarlacc pit right and um and we see that Obi-Wan was burned. We weren't sure, but the whole side of his body's oh, burned. Yeah. His whole arm was messed up. Yeah, all done aside. And then I, they showed Vader, superimposed with Vader in his tank, to much worse wounds inflicted by Obi-Wan years earlier. And uh, made me wonder if the Bacta can heal like light to medium burns, but not so like Vader's not getting healed. He spends a lot of time in there. Light to medium burns. <laughs> but Vader, I feel like it's less about being reborn into something greater and more just like a symbol of how far gone he is. Like he needs mm. regular Bacta baths just to stay alive, maybe. Right. Anyway, so Obi-Wan is trying to get this guy, Roken, who's the, who's the operator of the underground network to help the Jedi. Uh, no, to help rescue Leia. And um, 
meeting a lot of resistance. You know, there are, he keeps coming up with ideas and they keep shooting them down. And when he said, she's 10 years old, I won't leave her there. Yeah. I'll go on my own. I felt moved by that. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, oh, yeah. yeah, that is great. And Committed. He, the way he says it, he's not, I'm, I'm going to go. He's just like, I'll, yeah. I'll just go on my own then. <laughs> yeah. What I got to do. The resignation, the obligation, yeah. you know, it's just like, it's yeah. just what he has to do mm-hmm. as a Jedi Knight. Like, I cannot fail one more person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and then I'm not going to go through all the deal, but throughout the episode, he's doing whatever he can possibly do to save her, putting himself in danger, going into the belly of the beast, fighting with his lightsaber, using the force, you know, to do mind tricks and move mm. things and, you know, just pulling out all his bag of tricks. So I think he really turned the corner. And after this, we're not going to see him shy away from a fight anymore. But we'll see. Yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> I'd like to replace my spa with one of those Bacta tanks. That'd be nice. Hell yeah, I could use it right now. Some Bacta for my back. <laughs> yeah, it's comfy. All right, Rich. I like that. Yeah, I like what you were saying about the Bacta tank too, and how they were going back and forth between the two. I, I like that Vader is in his head, you know, and yeah. now Obi's kind of in Vader's head, and I get it. That uh, they're they're you know taking residence in the back of their minds. I hope, mm. but I you know at the same time I hope these reminders don't last the whole entire season. It's like all right, I get it. They're in each other's yeah. heads. You know, it's like uh, <laughs> let's not take any way any precious time away from some potential action going on here. Mm. But, uh, uh, my next point was uh, Leia. Uh, Leia being interrogated. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Kind of shed a new light on the original movie, A New Hope for Me. Now it's like, that's old hat for her now in this, in this Star Wars universe, <laughs> yeah. right? She's like, hmm, gave me a new perspective of her unbreakable constitution, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah, I've been here, done that. You guys don't scare me. And props to that actress, uh, uh, Vivian Lyra Blair. Is that her name? She's she's doing a really convincing Very job. Very good, yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. been great. I'm not always that's 100% my... that it was a great idea to have another kid be the center like they have with baby yoda and you know it feels like a f- mm-hmm. formula they're like oh that, that works great yeah. let's do it again yeah. but she, whatever you think about that she's really good i think she's nailing it yeah no, it's always a risk huh with kid actors you don't know yeah oh yeah i mean <laughs> look, at, look at anakin and <laughs> yeah. uh, not to push too hard on that but you know <laughs> there was she's that moment where she she looked very very scared and and then you saw something flip in her mind and she just kind of straightened up and held herself and says I will not say anything about the, I will reveal nothing. And she became suddenly regal, which I thought was a really good interpretation for, for the young kid. Yeah. She's acting beyond her years. Mm. Uh, really good at acting like a princess. Princess Leia yeah. acting like a princess. Wouldn't be so great in real life like at the grocery store, right? But it sure is fun <laughs> to watch right here at the show, I'll tell you that. I'm going to be in the front of the line. <laughs> I demand this coupon. <laughs> Jonathan? Well, um, I hope not to be too controversial, but uh, but fourth episode in, I'm starting to think that this is not the Kenobi series I was looking for. Mm-hmm. And perhaps it's, um, I, I think I was hoping for some kind of a Jedi Batman series where Obi-Wan was in the shadows kicking ass and fighting bad guys. But, but you know, that's not what we got. And, and what we have is understandable and, and it works. 
Um, but, but to see a frightened, weak Obi-Wan barely able to use a force, let alone a, a lightsaber, is for me is starting to drag a bit. And I, I still have faith and I still hope that in the next two two uh, episodes it will turn around. But but I, I just feel it's just not hitting hitting where I would love to have hit. But um, and I get that order that he's deeply aff- affected by Order sixty six and and he has failings. But I always see him Obi Wan as a gentleman, and a gentleman only falls so far. And you know, I think of uh, you know the movies The Great Escape or The Bridge Over the River choir where you had the uh, British officers in World War II and no matter how 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 far they fell they always had a clean uniform and a certain standing and um and uh, but I feel that he's he's still in that 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 he doesn't feel as Obi-Wan as I would like him to see this deep into the series it's only six uh, episodes long and it was nice to see the spin of a of a lightsaber but he still seems a bit clumsy and not flowing and and in control and i saw a review video where where that fight scenes was slightly sped up and it looked it looked right you know uh, i can only think that uh qui-gon jinn is going to resurrect him and um, but with only two episodes it it, it will be a miraculous uh Turnaround, but I'm still hoping, and I still have mm-hmm. faith, and I still want to see it. So, but but at this stage, I, I I think I would I would like to see him a bit more in control and a bit more of the Obi Wan of old. Mm. I bet we see Qui Gon next week. Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping. I hope it ends on a strong point. You know, where he has his confidence back in that mm. last episode. I, I am looking forward to that. If if I don't get that or we don't get that, yeah, I might be a little disappointed too, but uh, yeah. still got two more episodes. I mean, uh, I, I really don't think he's going to be like he was at his height in the Clone Wars, but I no. do think he's gonna. we're going to end on a really strong note with him. I, I, I hope really so too, that. but but it, it's just hard to watch and it's mm-hmm. been hard to watch for four episodes now. And I, I loved it in the first two episodes and, but now it's just the pain is so much. The the I think the it in the that the, the, there would still be an element of hello there in him. You know mm. that that wouldn't have been <laughs> lost. And that 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 when he said uh, you know when he said I'm going to rescue Leia, there would be an element of 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 you know not flippancy, but flippant being flippant, but. But, uh, you know, everything seems so heavy and dark yeah. and full on, which it is. But, you know, an English gentleman, a knight, does not let that sort of thing rattle them. The, the, the danger of the moment, the seriousness of the moment is not always there. But perhaps we have a different Obi-Wan. But for me, I just want to see the Obi-Wan I've come to, to know and love. Yeah, yeah because... I'm surprised he hasn't turned to the bottle yet. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that what English gentlemen usually do? Turn to the bottle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just a bit of whiskey in my tea. In Star Wars, uh, they're in the middle of the darkest time the galaxy's seen yes. in forever, and they're all just like, "Woo woo, shoot down those Tie Fighters!" <laughs> and, and then back yeah. in the prequels, they're fighting a fucking war, and they're like, "Let the fun begin." <laughs> so yeah this is That's a little true. different right they usually I find want a to way see his to, confidence back yeah, yeah. yeah well those kids were born into it right it's like cell phones nowadays <laughs> that's true but on the yeah. other hand i mean we first you know us older guys first met 
Ben Kenobi in Star Wars. And he was yeah. just this old wizard type guy living on the corner of or out in the desert and who was a mentor mm. to Luke and then tragically mm. died. But then when you watch the prequels, it's like, mm. wow, he just totally lost everything and then went into hiding. Yeah. And then it was like, then, and then he, what did he do? He just like stayed out in the, after all those adventures, he just like hung out in the desert for the next 40 years. <laughs> God, that's so depressing. But he still seemed charming and, and upbeat and then like, hello, Luke, well, this way, please, we and still him. in control, you know. I mean, at the end of Revenge of the Sith, it was just like, ah, we just yeah. got spanked and now we have to hide. That's true. And, and yeah. so uh, to me, actually, I feel like this is uh, more than I thought we would ever see from him in those times. Yeah, oh, you good. Know? sure. But yeah, I get what you're saying, though. It's just yeah. a bit the, like it's, heavy. The, and... I just feel like there was there's a bottom level, that a level that he doesn't go below in his depression and 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 his uh, you know I, I i don't think for me that he would ever f that he would fall as low as he's got i think there's a base to it where at some point he becomes english and in the face you know the stiff upper lip right, part right. of it you know and yeah uh, and i think even in the face of of, of like you know uh, uh, charge uh, you know a, a, a charge of the of the light brigade they're just still you know we'll have a cup of tea before we go sure in, you know? and even i mean like devil's advocate i would say well i think they decided that to have him do that just shows how serious all this is for him but oh, yeah. but i even thought like hasn't he been out there for 10 years you'd think he wouldn't just seem so shell-shocked after 10 years mm. you know mm -hmm. <laughs> he would find a way to mm. be like hey this is my life now Let's, it's a precarious <laughs> situation for the writers too, because you know how it's, it turned. You already know what's going to happen, right? Yeah. And he's still got yeah. another nine years to spend in the desert before. Yeah, the, that's true. The movie comes out, and so it's like, well, how do you write for that? You know. But I just <laughs> think the they're giving him a place to go, and I've said this before. Like sure. they, he, he, we know how he is in Star Wars, and he seems so at peace, confident, centered, wise. Mm. And so, if they had started him out like that in the, this series, then he would have no place to go. So that's yeah. what they're doing, <laughs> you know. Yeah, nowhere to go but up. Yeah, but I feel I still feel it's kind of cannon breaking because he was he was there to protect Luke. And uh, in the desert, he's not just in the desert sort of hiding. He's there to protect Luke. And at any moment, he has to become the Jedi he was. And so how do you do that when your lightsabers are buried in the sand and you haven't been practicing, you haven't kept point. up your skills? And, and, and like, how are you going to protect anyone when, when, you, when you can't even move a, a small, small uh, whatever it was on, <laughs> on the spaceship, a tiny bit? And then yeah. in this series, even, I even think his blaster's a little lame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Because like, if someone attacks uh, Luke and, and Obi-Wan's like, starts crying, then that's not going to help. <laughs> 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 but again, we have two episodes to go. And I, I still love this series and, and I'm enjoying it. But I need, I need to, get, to get on with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be interesting to see because now I presume they, well, they're in this speeder, which I don't think is a long range thing. They have to get to no. a ship, so they'll go back to their hideout and they have, they're being tracked and then there'll be some big confrontation there. And so uh, yeah. presumably, right. So it'll, it'll yeah. be interesting to see how he responds to that. Yeah. I can see it working up to another confrontation with Vader. Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah. It has Final to be. Episode. It has to be. Yeah. Yep. That would be so funny if it didn't happen. Like, they just don't. 
<laughs> just guys put their to, lightsabers down and walk you away. Just don't see Vader again. Yeah, he goes back to Tatooine and he's just there yeah. in the bar hiding and just sort of like, oh, well, well that was a bit of an adventure. <laughs> now I'll have my tea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, my turn. Let's see. Um, should I talk? Now, well, should I talk about Leia a little bit? Yeah, I'll talk about Leia since you already talked about Leia. So, um, the first scene with Leia, she's sitting there in detention and yelling, "You can't keep me here! I'm a princess!" And I thought that's a little bit too cute for me. Like yeah. Star Wars has always mixed dark things and cute things, and the cute is often controversial. Like Ewoks, uh, people, <laughs> I didn't have any problem with them when I first saw them, but over the no. years, people were like, "Oh, they're." teddy bears and or they're just not liked at all like jar 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 yeah who's detestable mm-hmm. but sometimes they work out better than any anyone could have dreamt of like baby yoda which yeah. i suspect is why we're getting this and yeah. um you know it, it's starting to feel a bit repetitive with mando and grogu mm-hmm. i watched the bad batch with little omega mm-hmm. and now obi-wan and, and leia yeah, it's the old story of uh, the wolf and the cub kind the of thing, you know. Yeah. Even this the one is just works. like when Mando had to go save Grogu from Giancarlo Esposito, <laughs> you know, Moff Gideon, yeah. and uh, he had to infiltrate his ship and everything. And and it also feels a bit low stakes because we know Leia survives. Yeah. But there were some moments that moved me, like when Riva and Leia, Riva said, the people you're trying to protect, they are not coming for you and leia started looking anxious and almost started to cry and i was like dude leave that fucking kid alone (laughs) (laughs) even as a childless man i I still feel great empathy at that moment i'm like come on yeah crossing a line here (laughs) but then it was a little undercut when leia refused to talk and reva says it's time to make those tears real which i i didn't know if that meant that she was just faking it would be mm. more impactful if she actually was worried it were, versus if she's just like, I don't care what you say. Then it's just like a cutesy <laughs> little movie. Right. Yeah. And then I'm sassy. And I, yeah. And I also thought yeah. as dark as it is to think about, wouldn't Reva be doing worse than just yelling at her? But then they take her to this interrogation room. She gets mm. strapped to the machine and you hear that revving torture droid sound, mm. but which calls to mind that big brown black torture droid in star Wars. That was also going to torture Leia for information, just like here. Um, We didn't see that. I guess it's similar tech. Torture tech sounds like that. I don't know. Um, But then uh, they were getting ready to do some, inflict some pain, but then she got saved. So um, as, as cruel as it is to say, I'm glad that it was getting to that point. Otherwise it seems like it's a, a, baby movie you know it's like yeah <laughs> right i was wondering how far they're gonna go too i'm yeah. like are they actually gonna like in the, the movie with han solo yeah! zap her a few <laughs> yeah. times i mean like, I'm, I'm glad it, i don't need to see that i'm glad it didn't get no. to that point but i just know but they got close wanted yeah. to know their intentions and then um and also i wonder what the empire considers doable at this point i think it's early and the other inquisitors kept yelling at reva what are you doing you shouldn't be hurting people or whatever and and there's still senators and protocols but then again right. they like kidnapped a senator's daughter and they're going to like they were going to torture her so mm. uh would they have just what killed re- her after that what can they be yeah yeah like, I don't know if there's any re- re- repercussions. Um, the only other thing I had to say about Leia was just when then when she held Ben's hand, I thought that was really cute and adorable. Yeah, that was adorable. Reminded yeah. me of my own kids. 
<laughs> but the one uh, again, <laughs> I'm at a point where where I'm on on the fence. The, yeah, it does this break canon again because, like in when Leia records a message in R two D two, it was like um, you fought by my father's side in the Clone Wars, which is calling out to Obi Wan. Yeah. but wouldn't she say? And also, you saved me. <laughs> You saved me from the Empire, yeah. you know? It's yeah. Like, why would you reference your father fighting with them when she's had this experience with Obi-Wan? It's like, you saved me from the Empire once before I need you to do it again, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it, 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 there there are things... I, I feel kind of the writers are, are almost forgetting some of the things that are happening and, or they're a bit inconvenient and to to uh, to write this story. And, and they're small things, but... but, but for me, they're beginning to to accumulate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she only knows him as Ben. Well, she hasn't right. made the connection yet, right? No, but no. I was thinking that too. But then Reva <laughs> said Obi Wan is dead. Yeah, in this episode, uh, yeah. and and she called him Kenobi at some other point. So yeah, theory smashed. Yeah, and <laughs> Leia's smart enough to realize that to have the same last name and then they're both Jedi, perhaps Obi-Wan and Ben are the same person. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Clark Kent you know, with yeah. glasses. <laughs> Superman <laughs> without glasses. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Rich, what's your next one? Yeah, kind of building on that, you know, when they were in the interrogation room, I was a little confused about what Reva was trying to get out of Leia. She wanted info on where what did she want? She wanted information she wanted the location on like where all the safe the, houses were, right? All the safe houses, yeah. Is exactly. that what it was? And then I'm yeah. like, what? what makes you think this little 10-year-old kid's going to know something like that? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah. well, we were in a forest somewhere, and then we went on a spaceship. <laughs> right. You've talked to 10-year-old kids, right? They don't know nothing. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. I don't know. She should have just said that. Was, that. I don't, I don't yeah. know. We were on a spaceship, and then we were in a yeah. room. Yeah, I was running down a hallway from a safe house, but I don't know where all the other ones are. Yeah. Although she does act like a 35-year-old woman. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was just wondering if I missed something or not, because I was like, well, that I mean, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But I think they want to know, yeah, that is true. What do they want to know? Because Reva was already where Leia was. That's Reva where she said, got her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she said we thought it was a joke or we thought it wasn't true, and then they found two, right? She mm-hmm. said we mm-hmm. found two ba- or uh, two underground safe houses mm-hmm. uh, in two different systems, and she wanted to know where the rest were. And I'm like, I, how how would anybody know that? I mean, that's not something you would advertise. Yeah. Or maybe she wanted to know where Obi Wan was, but I don't think Leia knows that either. So I don't know. The only thing I could think of is that uh, Reva thought she would have overheard from her father or overheard from Kenobi uh, the location of the other two places. Might have mm-hmm. had some information that she'd overheard mm-hmm. rather than being involved in the in the briefing. <laughs> but the way Leia's playing it is she's admitting she knows but refuses yeah. to tell. And yeah. I would have at least tried if I was a kid saying, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. can i have some ice cream yeah exactly <laughs> yeah that's what confused me because yeah. she literally said i would never tell you or yeah, i will yeah. never tell you or right, and like then that. she's like, like okay so i'll tell know? you but let me tell my father first yeah right yeah which <laughs> is pretty slick yep yeah okay jonathan all right so i want to talk about the escape in general and um again i'm on the fence and i i kind of struggled to take it it, it, it seriously there are too many things that 
that made me kind of laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, there, there were some cool many, moments and some dumb moments. Yeah, and some dumb moments. <laughs> and which kind of, it, it reminded me a bit of Raiders of the Lost Ark, you know, where, where, where Indy's running and things happen coincidentally and, and they're kind of amusing, but he, he eventually gets out of it. But, but it's all kind of a bit of a rollicking ride. But I think Star Wars is slightly more serious. And, and I found that there were too many callbacks when the whole thing is a callback you know with the whole the whole show is a callback because it looks beautiful looks very star wars they've got it so right but then they'll do the communicator uh on the 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 table the the same shot of the communicator that c3po picked up in uh, a when new Luke hope was in the trash compactor oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and uh, and uh, you know him hiding behind the the wall and doing the force distraction and um, mm-hmm. but <laughs> unfortunately, the moment that that just broke broke uh, broke it for me was seeing the youngling frozen in the in the in the amber tank, but mm-hmm. he still had his silly hat on, <laughs> and it, like that, that side, and he, and it was an alien kid, and it didn't look quite right, and and I just laughed out loud rather than <laughs> it, it being a dark moment because oh, I hated those That's hats at the dude. best of times because I don't know. <laughs> what they're for you know and um but yeah so so that kind of made me laugh and then after that i was just like that's um, not like an indiana jones where they're trying to be funny no <laughs> no that was yeah. meant to be dun dun yeah, right but i'm just like <laughs> <laughs> and the, the the jedi in the dark was great and and uh and uh, but then the you know when he lights the lightsaber in the dark torture room and cuts that guy in half and then goes after the other guy and he made some remark which uh, which I've, I've heard is a reference to some video game you'll never get out of this place and whereas he'd just seen his mate get cut in half you'd think he'd be taking things a little bit more yeah. seriously. Yeah, um, could you imagine being the last stormtrooper in a dark room with a yeah. Jedi? It's like you're you're fucked. <laughs> you just, yeah, you're stop running or firing blindly. I'd be like, don't cut me in half. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but the blue light looked fantastic when yeah. it comes up. But it still, for me, looks a little slow. And hopefully, that's still purposefully that they're just holding him back a little bit well he just got he just picked it up for the first time in in years True. yeah yeah but you know michael jordan can still hit a you can still dunk you know and hit a free throw know. and maybe we should see but maybe not dunk. he like yeah. sucks now <laughs> yeah let's challenge hey hey michael yeah he needs a ladder i'm sure you're probably right. those nike he's that nike endorsement yeah <laughs> But the Elyria Sands, her escape was hilarious when she was too, like the, uh, what's her name? Um, the Game of Thrones. Tala. God, Tala, yeah. Who looks great, I think, and sounds yeah. great. And, and I like her character. She looks fantastic in that uniform. Um, but her escape from the two stormtroopers was really funny when she kind of bonks the, the, the helmet off one of them and steals the, the, the blaster and shoots them and just kind of that runs away. That was really lame. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they have, okay, so they have this uh, armor on and it seems totally ineffective against blasters, but you could sort of be like, okay, I guess the Empire cheaped out on the armor. But when someone hits you in the face and you just go, oh, then it's yeah. like, come on. <laughs> like they just fell yeah. over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
And um, but, but it brings me to uh, to Reva because because her English the Leah's English accent and in the Empire uh, uniform she feels very Empire. But but Reva's American accent and kind of real modern day delivery just pulls me out of it slightly. And uh, and I couldn't couldn't figure out what it was that kept pulling me up, and I realised it was the Empire have uh, English accents, and the Rebellion has have American, mm. and that's mm. kind of been the way it's always been, except for for uh, uh, Ray, because apparently she had a, a terrible American accent, so they mm. they were like, just do the English one. Interesting. Uh, That's so, a good point. I've, yeah. I'm kind of curious about uh, Riva's character too. I was mm. like, I think she's up to something. I mean, it looks more and more like she's just she just wants to be, you know, right hand to Darth Vader. But yeah. I don't know. Maybe she's still up to something. Maybe she wants to find Kenobi, and this is the only way she can do it. You know, so that you know she can I don't know do something else. Yeah. And and just a couple more, sorry, a nitpicking session for me. Uh, you know, I love Star Wars, but this one kind of had me. There was a lot. Yeah, and then we have uh, Obi Wan and the overcoat <laughs> trying to <laughs> escape with it. He looked like a homeless man with that beard, you know. And he's like the only. And, and, and just because the alarm went off, everybody's yeah. running around all crazy, yeah. and they yeah. they're not like yeah. looking yeah. for threats or anything. The klaxon, <laughs> the klaxons go, going off, and they're just walking through. No yeah. one else has a beard, and he's he's like a homeless hunchback of Notre Dame with the <laughs> with the layer underneath it. And no yeah. one noticed him. With his off-color green trench coat with four yeah. legs. <laughs> yeah, which we've never seen in Star Wars before. A, 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 an At least they didn't like coat. put her on his shoulders and have her like wearing yeah. a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and and then when they finally escape and and you know fine with the speeders coming in and being super accurate and and shooting everyone and. Uh, and and great throwing the the power cell up at the other other the, the the speeder and blowing it up, but then when they escape and they go up and I think you can actually see the the tie fighters all hanging there, and I was expecting her to turn around and go release the tie fighters and have an epic chase after them because they're all just hanging there ready to go, but no 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 they just flew off into the distance, <laughs> and uh, and escaped fairly easily. Um, well, that yeah, was that intentional. Lends, yeah, that lends uh, credence to her claim yep, that yep. she let him go. Because I thought right? the same thing. I'm like, wow, thing, yeah. she really, <laughs> really messed up letting letting Leah get away. Yeah. And so I was so glad. I was like, oh, I have underestimated you. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, did you notice that? There was a couple of times where uh, they, everyone changed their mind, like, really quick. Like... Uh, Roken, you know, when uh, Obi Wan went to him for help, he was right. like, "You know, I got we got to go get Leia." He's like, "No way, man! I would <laughs> never do that. That is, I would never risk helping you to get your friend." And then, like, a minute later, he's like, "Hey, man, if you want my help, you got it." Yeah, <laughs> easily convinced. Yeah. yeah, easily. And then same with Vader. You know, when he was about to destroy Riva, had her. He was pissed. He had yeah. her up. You know, with. Force choking her, and then uh, just like thirty seconds later, he's like, mm, "Perhaps I've mm, underestimated." That made you. more sense because <laughs> she said, did. "I'm tracking yeah. them," and yeah. it was, you know, if you they're going to lead you exactly where you were trying to find out where it is, then that's perfect. 
But then that brings me to an, to one more kind of amusing thing that blows my theory from last week out of the water that that Vader is kind of limited in in his movement was when he came stomping out of the doorway uh, at the end when he, he was like walked to came. Do you remember that bit? He came stomping out, walking really fast, and then grabbed uh, uh, Reva by the neck with a force choke. But mm-hmm. he he moved quite quickly, much to my surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 he scares me. Yeah, which is which is he good. Still scares me. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to talk about sneaking into Fortress Inquisitorius too, and I may have a, a few more nitpicks, but I'll try to go light since this is <laughs> everybody's like. <laughs> but I still oh, love thanks, it. Guys. I still love it. But, you know. <laughs> I mean, I do. I I like. I've always liked stories where people infiltrate areas that mm. are just full of enemies, like um, yeah, in the Death Star or. We used to watch Robotech, Rich, when they went into the Robotech yeah. Mastership, you know, right. stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. so, it's very video game-ish. Yeah, yeah. it's just, it, it's thrilling when they're in the belly of the beast, so to speak. So um, they do this classic Star Wars vector hologram planning sequence, <laughs> and we, we learn the ocean moon Nur mm. is uh, where the fortress is located, is in the same system as Mustafar, the lava planet. So um, that was interesting. And then a very elemental system. You've got water, you've got lava. It's all balanced. (laughs) And then one woman says, Fortress Inquisitorius is impenetrable. And I'm like, "Eh, and I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, Obi-Wan says, I don't see any shields. Oh, that's because no one would be stupid enough to attack them. And I'm like, yeah, that's why I don't have any locks on my doors because no one would be dumb enough to break into my house. <laughs> yeah, because reasons. <laughs> and then very uh, convenient. <laughs> yeah, I think the real reason was they didn't have time for a sequence about disabling the shield generator yeah. like they usually have. Mm-hmm. Sure, it's all it's very a short Star episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a short. It was the shortest one so far. And then Obi Wan mentions uh, using T47s to rescue Leia, and and one one person says those speeders are for hauling sewage. Those are the same ones that Luke flew on Hoth when he used yeah. the towing cable to trip the big at at walkers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, uh, but then Tala, she has officer clearance and takes, she'll take him. I kind of like that. It was just the two of them going in mm. and, uh, then the secu- they get there and the security guy, see, this is another one, tells Tala there's wow. no admittance without clearance and this isn't your sector and I can't let you through. And she's like, mur, 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 mur. okay, okay, Don't go you right know in. who I am? Yeah. yeah. And we've never seen that work before in any movie ever. Yeah. Well, in a previous episode, too, everyone just walked through the checkpoint. They didn't yeah. know he was ever paused. Yeah. And, I mean, it's just like. I'll tell your boss. Oh, yeah. okay. Go right in. That's heavy security right there. Yeah. I mean, come Do on. Do you want me to report you to your superiors? <laughs> yeah. I'm telling. Yeah. I mean, they, they should Busted. like at least be like, okay, let me call and see if they're expecting you or if it's okay. You yeah. know, they have communicators. I, I just thought, oh, that's that's kind of weak. It's so easy to get through. And, and the actor didn't look like he was easily intimidated. The guy playing the security officer, he seemed like yeah. tall and formidable and in control but then suddenly she's like and you are and he's like oh no 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 no, no. Yeah, suddenly I'm sorry. Just, i mean she uh, was a superior officer and yeah and i guess the point is she spent years building up her credibility now she's willing to blow all of that for this by mm-hmm. the way but i guess it's super important because if leia gives up the information then her whole operation yeah. could be ruined 
Um, so she gets in and she opens this entry port underneath for Obi-Wan to swim through. By the way, he's using the same kind of underwater breather like in Phantom Menace yep. when they went Good to the to Gungans. Yeah. And that was in Clone Wars a couple times too. And then uh, some guy questions Tala and I guess she, she either knocked him out or killed him. I think it was off screen. Oh, she definitely broke her neck. There's a lot of neck breaking in this oh, she did? Oh. <laughs> series. Mm. Do we see that? Casual. I missed it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah they took him behind and she kind of wraps the arm around. Then you hear a click and then he's kind of dead on the floor. Mm. Ooh, that's Brutal. intense. Yeah. And then uh, he goes down to the Jedi tomb. And, and when he sees the youngling, that's when he hears Leia crying out, I guess, because of the force. Right. Um. And then he calls Tala for a distraction. So she just calls into the torture room. Yeah. Uh, can you tell her to come out? It's really important. And uh, like, then. Oh, okay, God. <laughs> Dude, right, I'm just about right. to torture this just, girl. Just one minute. Very space balls for a second. There. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and then, and then uh, she, she's making up a lie about where this whole or their whole operation is. And uh, just like Leia lied to Tarkin about the rebels on Dantooine and Star Wars. Mm. But I, I'm glad Reva didn't just believe her. She's like yeah. suspicious, you know, and then she says, you're a spy. And then Tala says, yes, I am a spy for the Empire. And I've spent two years undercover trying to find out where these Jedi were hidden. But I couldn't tell anyone because uh, why? Why would anyone believe that? Yeah, I just like, I like, like as soon as, like on that scene, as soon as Vader starts walking down the street, sh- surely if she's in that position, she runs out and like, they're in here, they're in here, they're in here. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's no need to keep it, keep keeping it secret, you know. I, you, right. why would you decide to be a spy if you're with the Empire and not tell your commanding officers? And not tell anyone. Yeah, yeah, that is. I forgot why she said why, but it was. Oh, it's just like it, ridiculous. It, I, I didn't buy it. <laughs> and, and and Reva was like, uh, well, uh, I like, you know, someone who lies for me or something like that. Let's right. send you to the interrogation room. So at least she didn't just take it for yeah. granted. But I would mm-hmm. just be like, okay, put this woman in the brig yeah. right now. <laughs> and then the alarm gets <laughs> triggered. Yeah. And um, Tal is uh, Before we move on, I wanted to, to bring up the conveniently spaced term terminals that were very convenient and she's kind of whispering you know okay i'm in and the guy just looks at her and hearing her like what is this place what are they up to here and he looks at her and i'm he opening goes, a door for you yeah <laughs> doesn't even say anything and uh, it just so it was ridiculous <laughs> yeah but and it's then, star wars so it's like fun and then they they go to sneak out and and reva sees them at the opening area and then the speeder comes just in time to blast everyone because there's no shields. Yeah. And then um, one random dude gets killed to try to give it some weight, but <laughs> we don't know him, so we don't care. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. What, what, Wade. The, yeah, Wade, and it's been memed. It's obviously, you know, of course it's been memed a, a, a straight away that everyone's <laughs> like, we shall miss Wade. Long live Wade. Wade was the best. <laughs> so important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I think the rest of my Gone stuff too is soon. a little more positive. But what do you got, Rich? For notes? Any, oh, you're done with your points? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. I think I am. What about you, Jonathan? Do you have any more main points? No, we've done, I think we've done our three. Um, let's see if... Uh, no, I'm I'm good. Ready for notes. Okay. Let me do a few more. Um, so, Reva... Uh, I kept getting Reva's name wrong last time. I was saying Revan or something. Sorry about that. Reva mm. rhymes with Rima. So, um, <laughs> Hi, Rima. 
Hi, Rima. <laughs> so I don't know if she listens, hopefully. Um, so uh, more signs that Riva was the Padawan from the first scene, I think. Oh, yeah? Rich. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, she says, the braver you seem, the more afraid you are. I learned that as oh, a right, child. Yeah. I think my uh, theory is she's mad the Jedi ran away and didn't save her. And she's like, they were cowards, even though they seemed brave. She also says, these people will leave you to die, which is a little more straightforward. And and she said, I had a droid when I was younger, too. It was taken from me like everything else. So I think she's just really mad at the Jedi. And you keep saying, yeah. Rich, there's something else going on with her. I pretty sure it's just that simple yeah you just think that she's pissed because nobody ever came back for him yeah Mm. yeah because i remember like when order 66 happened obi-wan and anakin weren't they both like no not anakin uh uh, yoda were both like don't go back to the Mm -hmm. temple you know don't Mm. yeah that's over everyone there screwed everybody that was in rebels we heard a yeah radio transmission from obi-wan saying not to go back in the rebel show. But, uh, I think we'll get some story from her in the next two episodes about the mm. torture she underwent when she was trained as an inquisitor. And she blames mm-hmm. the Jedi for that instead of blaming Darth Vader or something. Yeah, very well be. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I can't, uh, well, you know, well, hopefully she'll get a, a Darth Vader redemption at the time of her death, but I can't see how she can be redeemed because she would have killed, she's, I mean, even by just slicing that old lady's hand off, you know, she's clearly killed and tortured many, many people over the, over the years. So, you know, I don't know a last minute to turn to the, to the light side is, is right. really going to help her. But be interesting to see how they handle it. That's Star Warsy, though, I mean, yeah, for you. Yeah. I mean, you know, Darth Vader ended up going back, <clears throat> right? Sort of. But then he died immediately. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, for a second, who knows what, like the next day you'd be like, what was I thinking? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm evil. Let me get that uniform back on. I'm a moment of weakness. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, sir. I am the emperor now. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Uh, So I am. Come on, Jason, you've got to do a Vader impression. I can't do it. Richard's going to do it at the end. Uh, (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. Get ready. So, um, Couple. I had also had a point about action and cool stuff. The Jedi tomb mm. we already talked about when they were stuck in the hallway and you could see they're underwater oh, yeah. and deflecting blaster bolts caused the window to crack and he had to try to keep it secure with the force. I mm. thought that was pretty cool. And I think because this location was also featured in Jedi Fallen Order, the the game, including uh, the um, the interrogation room. Same right. And so, but then I, I also like the stormtroopers are looking through this window <laughs> going, look, he's using the, f- I don't know if they could see what was going on, but it's, they're looking through a window of a door. Look, he's, uh, he, he the window's about to break and all the water's going to come in. We got to get in there yeah. as <laughs> soon as possible. <laughs> and they get in and get drowned. Yeah. yeah. But he, he could yeah. hardly move a, a chess piece across the uh, across the desk in the opening scene, and now he's holding back the entire ocean. You know, um, right? I thought about that too. But he's got his. I mean it. that. I mean, I mean, come he's on. He's got his like adrenaline going. Tens yeah, of thousands. I, of I mean, pounds. for me, yeah, I was more critical of the storm. I mean, if I was one of the stormtroopers, like, wait, we shouldn't probably <laughs> right, be going just in close there. Close his uh, door and call someone. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, well, a thinking 
a stormtrooper, a reason that doesn't happen wouldn't much. be Star Wars. That's true. Good point. Yeah. Uh, and it was pretty cool looking through at the end, seeing them floating in there, just all morbid. <laughs> Sorry, but, but I did enjoy that when when the door opened a crack, I'm like, just fire through the crack in the door, and lo and behold, they actually started firing through yeah. the crack, through the the small opening in the door. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, sanity. Uh, sanity. And then, and then I have my lore and references point. Uh, you mentioned he twirled his saber like he did mm. used to do in the prequels. Uh, this guy Roken called him General, so he he was known as General Kenobi in the Clone Wars. So I guess people still know that. Yeah. Mm. Um, Tala, uh, the communication device we already mentioned, the breathing device. Um, Riva uses that same like trying to force someone's mm. mind open like Kylo Ren tried with Leia and Riva did that with that uh, Haja Estri in mm. part two. Uh, and you mentioned uh, Obi-Wan used that distraction thing with the mm. stormtroopers like in Star Wars. He just kind of points in one direction and they're like, what yeah. was that? And they start going that way. <laughs> um, but when and going back to the, uh, to, to the, to the mind probe, and I thought it was super cute when, when Leia just goes, are we having a staring contest? And, um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. But, uh, but her ability to, to deflect the mind probe was, surely that reveals her as a force user and mm-hmm. changes the whole dynamic of, of the relationship. Right. But, yeah, uh, I mean, she that. did say you're strong or something. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, and then the Jedi, I mean, where I've... I, I, didn't recognize any of the Jedi, but I looked up what other people thought and they mostly, it seems like people think, well, this could be this one and this could be this one. Right. Uh, so one of them looks like Luminara Unduli, which is in the Clone Wars. She was the master of Padawan Barris Afi, who had a big story in the Clone Wars. I don't know if I should give away what that was, but it was a big story. And mm-hmm. she's also one of the voices heard by Ray in Rise of Skywalker when she heard all the voices of the past Jedi at the uh, end. Okay. Wow. Uh, one kind of looked like Quinlan Voss, which uh, yeah. Obi-Wan saw on the scrawled on the wall last time. And we were like, er, me and Eric were like, oh, maybe we'll get to see him. Well, maybe we just mm. did in his tomb. Tara <laughs> 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 uh, Sanubi is uh, this old Jedi who trained younglings and was a mentor to Ahsoka. Yeah. In Clone Wars. Maybe um, another uh, council member, Oppo Rankisis or something, has a long beard appeared in Phantom Menace and one looked like it could possibly Mace, be Mace Windu, but it was from very far away and at an angle. Oh, really? I Mace didn't notice Windu. that one. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And then there was the kid, the youngling, like the ones that Anakin <laughs> was about to kill <laughs> with a funny hat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm not, I, I'm not, I'm not a monster because that was one of the most terrifying moments when, uh, when uh, Anakin ignited his, his lightsaber yes. in front of the, the younglings and the youngling took a little step back. I was just yeah. like, oh, my God, this is terrifying. Yeah. The time. And, and the way that kid looks startled, they must yeah. have done something to actually yeah. startle him. Surprise Because him, yeah. it really added to that moment of, oh, my mm. God, this is horrible. Yeah, that step I, back, you know. Yeah. I'm so glad we didn't have to see the next couple of minutes of yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and the last thing here is... Yeah, R-rated uh, Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> is Tala tries to convince um, Reva that Obi-Wan's hiding on the planet Florum, which is where clone wars character hondo's home planet is where he and his pirates hang out right uh, that's interesting mm-hmm. love hondo yeah hondo's good all right let's get into notes rich mm. 
I wonder if uh, a Jedi can use the Force to dry their clothes. You notice how quickly Obi-Wan dried off? <laughs> yeah, you can force shake like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> Just will the water off the yeah, clothes. That would that's be cool. true. That's true. I'd be using it for all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Holding my clothes. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only other note I had was from um, Roken. Getting free stuff. When- Everywhere. Flipping burgers. <laughs> yeah. You will give me that candy. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's not very noble. Uh, Roken, uh, when Obi-Wan is trying to convince him to go after Leia, he's he, he's like, you know, uh, she's strong with the Force or something like that. And, well, so does every other kid making a rock float from here to Coruscant. <laughs> I thought, yeah, that's 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 true. I mean, that's a good point. You know, the, the Empire is after pretty much anybody that's even yeah. remotely Force-sensitive. So. Yeah. That's a little bit scary. Yeah, it's yes, interesting. It's a, I like it. Yeah, certainly a time, a dark time. And, uh, you know, it's a really good time for them to be exploring. And I hope we see more of it, of the Empire just going, you know, galaxy wide, hunting down any force sensitive mm-hmm. person. And yeah. Maybe yeah. we'll see that in the, the Ahsoka. That is one reason why I actually am digging this series as much as yeah. I dogged on this episode. Because yeah. what a great thing to focus on these dark side force users going around mm. hunting Jedi. That's, that's good, you know? Yeah. And I loved going back and I kind of miss the grand inquisitor now that we're this far in, because going back to, I thought it was really interesting how his method of hunting the Jedi was to use their, their, their good, their goodness against them and to, to kind of torture innocence to try and draw out, the uh, draw out the Jedi mm-hmm. and, and I hope we explore that more because it was a very I thought that was a really interesting uh, dynamic yep any that's all you had Rich for notes yeah pretty much it, it just really uh, you know like you guys are talking about just the, the Empire as a, a, an entity a thing they're like they're evil yeah. you know I mean most people may not see that on the surface but you know we have the privy of seeing it from uh, you know the J- Jedi's point of view and they're they are not a, a good organization. No. <laughs> no. The uniforms are too cool. <laughs> Jonathan? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to, to talk about the epic wide shots that we've seen in this episode and, and previous ones. And I, I think, Rich, you said this once, and it really stuck with me, uh, anything that starts in space is going to be good. And and although it didn't start in space, it was that, that uh, the, the wide shot of the ship coming out of hyperspace uh, and, and turning up at uh, the water planet of Nur, which looked fantastic, and there was a yeah. wide shot of the fortress entrance, entrance with the you know the uh, the new Imperial March take beam, and then it was a beautiful wide shot with with uh, Obi Wan entering the entering the facility underwater, and there was that uh, cut where there was that big starfish uh, sucking to the side of the, of the fortress. And then I didn't another, even notice that. I'm not going to go back and rewatch it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was a beautiful wide shot when Vader is is uh, force choking uh, Rever, and they 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 cut really far back, and then and, and you saw the stormtroopers, Imperial, and 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 just the beautiful architecture of of the room. And yeah, so, that was a good shot. Mm. And they're we, almost like silhouettes, huh? Yeah, well, it brings me to the other idea of of George Lucas when he was doing the the original trilogy. He, he really kind of um, worked on the every every frame a painting, 
So every mm-hmm. shot is on sticks. So, mm. you know, so every fo- shot is framed perfectly and, and the characters move within the frame. But I noticed within this one, which kind of, kind of also added to it being a little bit off for me, that there was, it had a handheld feeling. Mm-hmm. So even when the wide shots, there was a slight movement of the camera as if it was, uh, yeah. the camera was on someone's shoulder. And, mm-hmm. and, and that is kind of not Star Wars, maybe that Star Wars TV. And, and it worked very well in, in uh, I'm spacing on the name, of, of when they went to, to get the plans on, on the... Um, Rogue One. Rogue One, yeah. Uh-huh. On Rogue oh, One, yeah. yeah. Um, there was a lot of handheld camera in, in so yeah, because that was like fog of war kind of feeling. Fog of or war, something. exactly. Yeah. And so I've noticed, I, and I was only on second viewing of this episode. I noticed there was that movement in the camera that, which is very different to the uh, to the the traditional way of filming Star Wars. But but the, I I did really appreciate that they m- took the time to do these epic wide establishing shots. Hmm. Mm. Do you have a background in film? I'm a photographer, so um, uh, so yeah, some yeah. background in that. But uh, yeah, no, I've watched uh, 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 the odd Star Wars documentary in my time. Yeah, there's yeah. so many yeah. of them. They're, yeah, they're great. I mean, and I found cool. a lot of the old ones from from the 80s and 90s on on YouTube, and and they're really interesting to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Like I felt like this show is not as cinematic as star Wars usually is. And I, and I can't really totally put my finger on it because I'm not versed in the language of film, but um, it's beautiful. Clearly the design, yeah. the set design is incredible, but yeah. it is the filming techniques one way or another. That's just not doing it for me. It feels more like a TV show than a movie. Exactly. And I think it should feel like a movie, but yeah. it did work for me in the, on the mining colony with Darth Vader and Obi-Wan last week mm. that feel fog of war type feel I think lend itself really well to that sequence but here with this break in you want it to feel more like regular Star Wars and the filming techniques too yeah. I think yeah. it, it does really huh. yeah. I didn't get that I thought this was the most Star Wars episode out of all of them and for I me a lot of ways the... it really was yeah, yeah. but yeah. just not the filming I mean style. lots of callbacks yeah. and yeah yeah and then the, the, like I said before the look and feel of it every the, the uniforms are perfect the, the looks the, yeah the, the corridors are perfect all of that is perfect I mean but it's I, even I, cooler I, than a lot of stuff in Star Wars the design of the Fortress Inquisitorious yeah. is so cool <laughs> yeah do you know how they filmed it? Did they do build sets or did they do that like giant dome the where they projected it? Thing as yeah. Mandalorian. I think they're using the, the volume. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is so much Pretty better slick. than um than green screens, but it still has its limitations because you, but have you, you almost seen see the, them walk into gone. Like a video game or something. Have have you seen the pr- trailer for Andor? Yeah. It, it looks fantastic and it apparently they didn't use that for that series. Right. Oh, yeah, they yeah. built a massive set in England of of for Andor. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm curious. I, I, I don't want to get my hopes up too high, but it mm. looks pretty cool. But have a look at I only noticed on the on the noticed it on the second viewing, but I, I think that might be it. The the, the slight shaky cam mm. rather Maybe than than being on on sticks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I mean you can see some directors have just a way of 
moving the camera and getting the right angles yeah. that just totally elevate it. And other directors are more workmanlike, and mm. it's more about just put a camera there. It's about the characters or something. I don't know. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, you've watched the Dumb and Dumber movies, the Fairly Brothers. They shoot it like a sitcom. Right. And yeah. This movie feels more. This show feels more like that to me. Yeah. For some. For yeah. Some it, it, it doesn't feel like it does occasionally, uh, but but does, yeah, like occasionally, in the yeah. wide shots because that's maybe a computer operator you know just designing right. it but when but when they they shoot it, it it doesn't it just doesn't have that 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 feel it doesn't feel like they have mm. a, a great director of photography on it right. framing those yeah. shots properly and mandalorian on the other hand does mandalorian feel does pretty yeah. and and i yeah. feel like the you know i i like the action scenes but it just felt a little bit slow and and i i don't think they 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 shot the action scenes as well as they could because when it does when you see an action scene shot really well with the the perfect cuts the perfect angles you know the the right construction it all feels very quick and dynamic and forceful but yeah energetic energetic yeah but i felt it just just was a, a, a step slow Yep, man. You know what would be cool is if Sam Raimi directed an episode. Yeah. <laughs> that would be badass, man. With his creative camera angle. Yeah. Did you watch Doctor Strange? <laughs> no, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, you gotta see that. I it's know. I even Raimi. heard the man himself makes a. Uh, oh yeah, also. I want to see that with you. It's so great. Uh, I had a couple. Are you done with your notes, Jonathan? Okay, I just had a couple because we covered most of it. We've been saying John Williams did the score, but apparently he only did the opening theme, not yep. all the music. Natalie mm. Holt is the composer. She worked on Loki, uh, and I think she's doing fine. Oh, I think she's doing great. Yeah, yeah. Music's yeah. good. Music's yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, and Roken is played by O'Shea Jackson Jr., who is Ice Cube's son, and <laughs> starred as his father in Straight Outta Compton. Uh, oh, that's cool. interesting. Yeah. Wow. That's funny. <laughs> All right, that's it for this one. Sorry, everybody, if you loved it and <laughs> we were a bit of a downer. Hopefully we pointed out enough of the good stuff that we liked and uh, enlightened you on some things you might not have heard about. And for now, we'll take a little break, but there is more to come. Stay with us. Okay, we're back. It's time for some news. Vanity Fair interviewed writer Joby Heralds. This was after last week's episode, but I thought it was interesting. Just to, I'll read a couple of the questions I thought were most interesting. Uh, they said, everyone has noted young Leia's sassy asides. What influence did Carrie Fisher have on how you wrote her? He says, the goal was to craft the character in such a way that honored what Carrie Fisher had done, but also he got to play a little bit of the nature nurture question where you see she's the best of her mother and father, Natalie Portman's Padme Amdala and Hayden Christensen's Anakin Skywalker, but you also get to see her adopted parents and how they have formed who she becomes too. She's very much a byproduct of all of those people, and we're getting to see the untold story of how Obi-Wan was part of her growing up too. That now informs, help me Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. It helped explain why she would call her son Ben one day. There are lovely pieces of the puzzle that are now complete that we didn't even know needed to be completed. So that's a good point. Like it kind of makes some things not make sense as much, but it makes other things make sense even more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, 
Uh, they say in episode two, Reva drives her lightsaber into her superior, the Grand Inquisitor. Yet we saw him meet his end a different way in the animated Rebel show. Is there a break in canon there? Mm. He says, I'm sorry, there's a problem with my Zoom. I didn't hear that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he says, <laughs> "What? Did, could you say that again? No, he kind of says the same. He says, as you know, we would never break yep yeah, but, but he says as you know we would never break canon so that's all i'll say canon is everything interesting mm. so interesting. he's aware yeah uh they say the sequence where vader's walking down the street slaying innocent bystanders has people saying this is the scariest vader's ever been he goes it was a thousand percent the intention from a vader point of view we're all living with the memory of the end of rogue one and how effective that mm. was yeah it's very gratifying to see vader yeah finally be unleashed in a sequence like yeah. that so we wanted to try to trump it if we could it was a lot yeah. more extreme at one point i got pulled back a little bit on that there were entrails oh really that's interesting <laughs> whoa was he like ripping him in half or something i, I just made that part up he says <laughs> oh. it, it was so important to define vader's anger and rage there's an emotionality to the choices he's making that are a little fur further than we're used to seeing with vader he's pushed a little more than the vader we know obi-wan isn't the finished article before the original star Wars. And we can look at Vader in the same way. He's emotionally invested in that hunt to the same degree that Obi-Wan's emotionally invested in running away. What a tremendous vehicle to try to articulate rage when you have Darth Vader on the board and you have that silhouette. It's a scary sequence, but it was entirely by design and had to be because everyone's running from something that's terrifying. Really? Is everyone? I mean, does he mean everyone or everyone in that scene? <laughs> Maybe he's got some demons. Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. They say they finally come face to face and obviously there's a lightsaber duel. But when Vader gets the upper hand, he ignites some fuel and tries to burn Obi-Wan alive as he burned in the lava when Obi-Wan defeated him in their last encounter. How did you approach that? Tell me about the process of creating that moment. He says his choice is revealing the character beneath and the torture beneath the pain inflicted and the eye for an eye of it all. It's a chance to hint at something beneath the mask. Vader can't be talking about, you know, his feelings. So it has to be an action that comes from dragging people down the street behind you to try to pull the Jedi out of hiding. And that mm. comes in inflicting the same pain upon the Jedi that he did to you. It's awful, but he should be awful. He's Darth Vader. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. And then, um, Hollywood reporter also talked to that guy. They asked, so how did Reva figure out that Vader is Anakin Skywalker? That's previously been a well-kept secret that people have died over. Right. He says, you're cutting out again. <laughs> what, was that? what was that? Say what? He says, These I are love not it. the questions that. <laughs> <laughs> Interview is over. This interview is hard. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I love that Riva is this mystery box. So I try to speak to her as little as possible and I'm going to keep it that way. But the notion of having a character that we don't know on a legacy show where we do know everything and everybody that is part, that is part of the fun of the show. So the less said about her, the better considering there are very few people in places where you don't know what is happening. And he also said, uh, I've, I've completely focused on Obi-Wan Kenobi being episode 3.5. So between the prequels and the, and the original, right. mm. uh, as it had to marry the storytelling choices between those two trilogies. Ult ultimately, I'm an original trilogy kid. That's what I love. And that's the calm and the precision with which we tried to focus on this show. We tried to echo that mythic feeling storytelling. That's cool. Good. Good. Including all the goofy moments that make it Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And then last, uh, they said, I've always believed that A New Hope was Vader and Obi-Wan's first and only reunion since their fateful duel in Revenge of the Sith. But that's no longer Mm. the case, obviously. Was there a line in A New Hope that gave you some wiggle room with regard to them having more encounters? Say again, I can't hear you. (laughs) (laughs) These are not the questions you should be asking. (laughs) He says, it was much the opposite. There was no line in A New Hope that said we couldn't. One could argue that Obi-Wan's from a certain point of view thing is obviously revisionist storytelling in regard to the original trilogy, or it's another way of saying there are gray areas and things we don't know. There's nothing wrong with uncovering the past and its truths in storytelling, so it never felt wrong to me. Yep, fair enough. (laughs) Fair enough. Okay, that's it for the news. Let's get into some listener feedback. Rich? Uh, Elisa Iranga writes, very Star Wars rescue, then escape type episode. Enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Alma Contreras. I love seeing Obi wielding his lightsaber. This episode was good. Can you believe there are only two episodes left? Yeah. I know. There's a, a lot to wrap up. Yeah, it's a short, short, it's a short I, series. I hope they're good. I yeah. hope we're cheering after yeah. these next two. David Whaley says, to be honest, the best one of the series yet. The first few were a slow grind, almost a little too Disney-fied for me, but this one just had a more true Star Wars feel. Hmm. Yep, it was it was some it was faster than the early ones. There was some good action in it. Good action, yeah. Uh Derek O'Neill, I enjoyed this episode loads. I only just made the connection this week that Leia called her son Ben Solo. It makes a lot of sense after how much Ben Kenobi did for her in her life. Mm-hmm. True. Adam Gaisley, still trying to figure out what Reva's specific issue with Obi-Wan is. I'm also getting the feeling that she has no real affiliation to the Inquisitors or Vader, and she's playing both sides with her own objective. Does she want to uncover the path for them or for her own reasons? Ah, see, Adam's on my (laughs) side with that. Yeah, I agree, Adam. Conspiracy theorists. (laughs) Barry Evett says, I loved Leia's scenes, and the action was good. There was some nice tension building between the third sister and Tala. I can't wait to see how things play out with Vader and Obi-Wan, as well as with the third sister. Nice suspense builder leading into the final two episodes. David Gardner, it's more Star Wars with great visuals and a bit of nostalgia. That gets it to an 8 out of 10 before anything else. There are some Mm. weaknesses in the storytelling, but I'm still all for it. I did like how they were not obvious on the tracker until the end. thousand times better than FTWD for sure. (laughs) <laughs> the Walking Dead. Oh yeah, we didn't mention it, but I guess the tracker's in her little toy robot yeah. Lola, right? Yeah, I, I kind of uh, like that. I never trusted that little droid. Smash <laughs> <laughs> it! <laughs> All right, uh, Alex Baelish. I love how the whole series is so gritty, like the original Star Wars was. Seeing Obi Wan's fall and rise from the Force is heartbreaking and amazing to watch. I love how they always give us more than we ask for, meaning the base on Mustafa had all those dead Jedi as well as younglings as a shrine or trophy room for anyone to see. Layla once once again stole the show. Uh, She is what anyone would think Leia would be at that age. I love how they're weaving the story to make it fit with the bigger Star Wars picture. And I guess that's uh, the, the water moon of Nur rather than Mustafa. Yeah, that's yeah. I think that's what he meant. And then we got an email from Pat Regan who says, Hey, fellas, on the speculation that Reva was a Padawan before her time with the Empire, I believe I have more backup. It looks like Reva is the only Inquisitor that holsters her lightsaber on her waist. 
Her sabers collapse, so the spinning function that the Grand Inquisitor uses to take out Flea is not functional as well. I believe this is another sign that Reva was trained by the Jedi. She stuck out her fighting style with what she was taught before the Inquisitor's program. Boom. Love the pop. <laughs> Boom. That's good uh, observation, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Okay, and someone also said that Vader, because there's like various styles of lightsaber fighting yeah. that have been documented and everything, and like Dooku has a certain yeah. their forms, like in uh, martial arts or something, yeah. or fencing, I guess. And mm. someone was saying that Darth Vader is still using a style m- more like he did in Clone Wars here than what mm. he eventually goes to in the original trilogy, which I think is right. kind of interesting. Yeah. How would you describe Yoda's style? <laughs> wind up toy <laughs> I kind of liked that when that came up I'm, I'm, just, I'm just I remember him just kind of drawing himself up filling himself with the force it's like they pulled a big long string on his back and then away he went <laughs> <laughs> he stuck his hand out and his uh, lightsaber like came out of his robe into yeah. his yeah. hand <laughs> he's like right curly up, that, from up the until that point it was great yeah <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and then we have one call from Enwen and her daughter, Leia, who she Uh. named after Princess Leia. Here we go. Hey, guys, it's Enwen here. Um, I first saw Star Wars A New Hope in the theater with my parents when I was four when it came out, and I apparently ran around the theater just playing and being silly, except for every moment that Leia was on screen and I was transfixed. Um, She was probably my first on-screen hero. And I ended up marrying someone who did their thesis on the art of Star Wars, and we named our daughter Leia, and it's been really fun to watch this show um, with my kids. So I wanted to ask you, Leia, what you think? (laughs) What do you think of Obi-Wan, the TV show? I really like it, and it's really fun. And what do you like most about it? Um, Princess Leia, because, um, because, um, She's she's like really fierce and she looks like me and she's sassy and savage. Cool. <laughs> and what do you think um, is going to happen next? I think the third sister's going to get um, kicked out of the squad. Well, she's going to get kicked out of the squad. Why? Because she's like really cruel and evil and mean. Yeah. Isn't that part of being in the Empire? You're supposed to be cruel and evil and mean? Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, can you give me an impression of a Star Wars character? Yeah. Okay, go. Darth Vader. <laughs> Say it again. Darth Vader. Nice. <laughs> awesome. Terrifying. <laughs> that was incredible. She's sassy and savage. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you're right. A I ten think, out of I ten mean, for cuteness. Yeah. Yeah. Well done, princess. <laughs> like your mom was like, isn't that part of the empire to be evil? But they all fight in the squad. So I think you could be right. They might kick her out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Anwen married a guy who did his thesis on Star Wars. That's pretty awesome. Man. On the art of Star Wars. Yeah. This yeah she's, she's, she's cool. She was an extra in the Lord of the Rings, the two towers. Mm-hmm. She's from New Zealand. You know, they filmed it there. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to podcast on that for us when the oh, Lord great. of the Rings show comes out later. Right on. Uh, Thanks so much for calling in, you guys. That was super cute. I am definitely going to tell Anwen to just listen to that part of this yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And more calls, more calls. 
More calls. Yeah, that'd be great for the next two. We'll like to hear you guys' voices. All right, that is our show. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. We love you guys. If you want to write in or call in, leave us a message. You can find all our contact information at podcastica.com. And while you're there, be sure to check out our other shows. Have you guys been watching Stranger Things at all? It's been a good season. Yeah, it's been good. I binged all, uh, yeah, I'm all the way through. So it was, it was enjoyable. But there's two more to come, right? Yes, in July. And Rima's covering that on, on uh, Strange Indeed. And their coverage has been great. They just wrapped yep. up Ozark. We're, uh, I guess I'm, yeah, I don't have like 10 things going on right now. This is basically <laughs> it. We're waiting for Better Call Saul to come back. Next episode of this podcast, Obi-Wan Kenobi Part 5 with Richard, Eric, and Jonathan, and not me. So I just get to be a fan next time. Mm. All right, that is our show. Thanks for listening. You think you'll have this out by Saturday? I'll have it out by Friday. It seems I have underestimated you. Whoop, 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 whoop.